Okay, great. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Phil Albrechts. I'm the hearing examiner for the city of Kirkland. And this morning, for the record, it is uh, June 7th, 2023, 9 o'clock a.m. And we're holding a hearing on a master plan amendment application for an addition to the Thin Hill Middle School. And that's uh, file number ZON 22-00796. The uh, hearing format is we'll start off with a presentation from staff. And I believe that's Mr. Levitt. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, and I'm, am I pronouncing your last name correctly? You are. Oh, good. Okay, that's a good start. Um, after Mr. Levitt's done, then we'll move on to um, applicants. If they want to add anything, you don't have to, but uh, um, to get any information in the record, that's that's your opportunity to present anything uh, relevant to this proceeding if you want. After applicant comments, then we'll move on to public comments. This uh, hearing, of course, is open to the public. That's its purpose. At this point, I don't believe we have any members of the public. Is that correct? Um, from the city, can you tell if we have correct okay. no attendees at the moment? Okay, yeah, and certainly when we get to the public portion, I'll ask if there's anyone out there who wants to say something and explain how they can participate if, if they get in at that point. Once we're done with the public comment portion, we'll go back to um, staff rebuttal, which is an opportunity for Mr. Levitt to answer any questions that were raised by the public or or applicants, and as well as provide rebuttal evidence. Then uh, applicants get final word. After that, I get. Uh, uh, I think it's according to the uh, Kirkland Code, it's eight days to, to uh, calendar days to issue a, a recommendation, but my understanding is the district really needs something by next Monday, I believe it was, and we'll get that out by then to uh, ensure that the council gets a, a timely recommendation from me and, and, and the applicants can move forward with construction according to their timeline. So now by state law, I'm only allowed to consider evidence that's put in the, the record today. I'm not allowed to talk to staff about the project other than scheduling issues or anyone else or read about it in the papers. That way everyone knows exactly what information is, is uh, considered for the final recommendation. And I'm gonna share screen here, I think. Yeah, this would be the one. All right, so can you all see the uh, staff report, page 15, which is a list of appendices? Is that visible at this point? Yes. Okay, perfect. So at this point, I just want to ask if anyone has any objections to entry of the staff report and its 16 appendices into the record. Anyone have a problem with that? If you're uh, participating virtually and, and are muted, you can just uh, push it on the, uh, the, the raise hand button at the bottom of your screen, or if you're not muted, just say, I object. Uh, all right, hearing, seeing no objections, I'll go ahead then and enter the staff report and exhibits, or appendices, I should say, 1 through 16 into the record. So with that, Mr. Levitt, I think it's your turn. Let me swear in. Just raise your right hand. You swear firm, tell the truth, nothing but the truth in this proceeding? Yes, I do. Okay, great. Go ahead. All right, great. Thank you. Let me share my screen here. Okay, great. So again, we are here for the uh, Fin Hill Middle School Master Plan um, proposal, uh, file number ZON 220796. Um, so the school is currently located in uh, the Fin Hill neighborhood of Kirkland at 8040 Northeast 132nd Street at the corner of 132nd Street and 84th Avenue Northeast. Uh, the site is located near residential single family to the east, west, and south. To the north, the site is the Big Fin Hill Park. Uh, the campus currently contains an existing school building, a parking lot, and vehicle loading and unloading area, SS 
from 132nd, a vehicle loading area access from 84th, a school bus loading and load, unloading area assessed from 132nd, tennis courts, track and field area, and a multi-sport play field. In 2011, uh, the city annexed the subject property from King County. Prior to annexation, the county approved the site's development as part of a building permit application in 2010, but did not require a master plan zoning permit approval. And so that is what we're here today to approve. Um, the applicant is proposing an addition on the site. Uh, the addition is an eight room class eight classroom addition located to the north of the existing school. Uh, the 13,729 square foot addition will add teaching and learning spaces that support 200 additional students at the school. The proposed two-story building is located to create a secure courtyard adjacent to the existing building commons. Uh, the total school enrollment will be 835 students when completed. Uh, we did receive two public comments. Uh, one comment was from the neighbor and one comment letter was from the Duwamish tribe. Um, the neighbor's letter expressed a concern about existing traffic impact and safety issues on neighboring streets. Um, and the neighbor also was concerned about construction impacts on the existing on-site traffic flow. Uh, we did address those in the staff report and address those with um, staff's review of the um, on-site uh, circulation and access to the sites. Um, additionally, a letter was submitted by the Duwamish tribe it requested the applicant put in place an inadvertent discovery plan, excavation cuts occur below fill, and that if any archaeological work or monitoring is performed, that they be notified. Uh, the school district has reviewed this and has agreed to this um, proposal. As far as the master plan is concerned, um, so as master plan is required because the property is uh, greater than five acres and located in our RS uh, zone, uh, the master plan is required to show building locations, dimensions, roadways and parking, utility, land uses, landscape and buffering, and uh, other elements. The applicant has submitted these items for review and those have been included with the report. Um, as far as the, um, sorry, I have a thing here. Kind of, there we go. Um, as far as zoning requirements are concerned, staff has reviewed the proposal and determined that it complies with the school location requirements. Additionally, the project uh, complies with lot coverage, uh, lighting, and all setback requirements. The uh, tree retention and fencing uh, plan has been reviewed by the city's uh, urban forester and approved, and all those requirements are met. Uh, the project was, um, the SEPA determination was issued by the school district as the lead agency, um, so that has been taken care of, and additionally, the city has reviewed uh, the uh, concurrency for the site. Um, as far as height is concerned, uh, so the existing addition um, will comply with, with the, the height requirements. The issue uh, with this project is that um, when they when they calculate the new average building elevation, it basically ends up um, 
increasing that. And so what happens is the, the existing building becomes um, basically, I'm sorry, decreases the ABE. So the, the building becomes non-conforming as far as its height is concerned, the existing gym roof. Um, so the applicant is asking to, as part of this master plan, has to decrease the height to 32.86 feet. Um, and so the zoning code does allow an increase in height uh, to 35 feet if specific criteria are met. Um, staff has reviewed this proposal and determined that the proposal meets all the required uh, components. Um, additionally, so as far as parking is concerned, the code does not establish a, um, a set rate for parking. Um, so it's a case by case basis. So the applicant submitted a parking demand study for staff review. Um, Again, as I mentioned previously, the, the maximum enrollment is, is proposed to be 835 students. Um, the city's transportation engineer has concluded that the required parking ratio should be 0 0.09 parking spaces per student. Based on the maximum enrollment, uh, the required number of stalls is 76 stalls. Uh, the site currently contains uh, 62 parking stalls. So the applicant is showing on the plans to install um, an additional 14 parking stalls. Um, those will be located in two areas. Uh, first area will be off the existing um, uh, bus kind of loop here and student drop off. And then uh, the, the other one will be near the existing uh, parking lot uh, in addition to the existing parking lot. As far as um, the on-site loading is concerned, um, so a few, or sorry, last uh, September, the applicant had, uh, implemented a new um, uh, loading and unloading and kind of on-site circulation for for vehicles, um, and this kind of reflects that uh, that plan and so um, what happens is the vehicles enter off 132nd circulate through the parking lots um, and then eventually use the fire lane to exit the site and then uh, um, up to 84th avenue northeast um, the transportation engineer has concluded that the existing circulation and loading areas has sufficient storage to accommodate um, the additional students and and uh, the the pick up and drop off of those students. Um, during constructions, we'll, we'll want to make sure that these this is obviously remains unimpacted during, during those construction. Um, the city's transportation engineer also is recommending the widening of the driveway on 84 to provide separate left and right turn lanes for existing traffic. Um, a white, they've concluded a wider driveway will allow right turning traffic to bypass stopped left turning traffic to help reduce on-site vehicle queues during these peak periods. Um, this improvement will also help mitigate uh, on-site circulation to uh, the uh, existing environmental and venture school that's on the site. Um, as far as the, uh, so the existing site does contain um, two wetlands. Um, I apologize the blurry, uh, for the blurriness of those those pictures there. Um, I didn't realize they were so bad. Um, but um, so the um, site contains two wetlands. Um, the staff has determined that the vegetative buffers are, are not being met with this project. Um, so they will need to re requiring that they remove improvements um, or apply for a permit um, within uh, those buffer areas. Um, additionally, we're requiring that they, they fence the buffers and and um, finally, we require that they record a natural greenbelt protection easement that encompasses the wetlands and associated buffers on the site. 
So with that, staff is recommending approval of the application um, subject to the following conditions. Again, uh, the, the implementation of inadvertent discovery plans um, that enrollment be limited to 835 students. The, uh, the applicant uh, install 14 parking stalls that there'll be no impact during construction uh, to the loading areas and circulation. The applicants submit a, a final uh, lighting plan that complies with city code. Um, that the ap applicants um, submit a the, the final tree retention plan that has been approved by the city, um, that they address any improvements in the buffer. And finally, and the final two items would be wetland buffer fencing and the, the recording of an NGPE. So with that, that concludes my presentation. Okay, just a few quick questions. If you go sure. back to your wetland slide. And, sure. Um, as you said, it's a little blurry, so I can't tell yeah. if yeah. uh, you can use this to address yeah. the question or not. But I was yeah. just kind of curious about the extent of the buffer encroachment by the proposal. Mm -hmm. If you could kind of show that, if that's possible on those diagrams. I, I can't decipher what they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, let me, let me stop sharing here yeah. um, on this, and I will pull up. Um, I apologize. So the big thing is the um, is the uh, let me find that sheet here is the uh, rain garden uh, that is located there, mm. um, and let me find. Apologize here. Sure, no problem. So I'll pull up the 2009 plan. Okay, so this is the 2009 plan. So this shows the the rain garden that's located within there. Um, so that that's one thing that we need to be addressed. The one thing that we need to to confirm um, is the so the applicant submitted basically like kind of GPS locations um, for the for the, the the wetland. So we need to have a survey that they'll need to submit with the um, with the final critical area report, um, and then also so then we'll be finally be able to, we'll be able to determine exact extent of of the improvements and what improvements they'll need to apply for it as far as that zoning permit so oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry as far as that that staff review so okay you're right thank you so, so what what improvements can they take out there that's in the wetland buffer right now is what's that, that i'm sorry my understanding is part of the mm -hmm. investigation is that they mm -hmm. remove improvements that are mm -hmm. existing in the buffer what's what are those improvements that are in there right now well, so for, for sure the um, for for sure the rain garden, um, the one that we're not oh, sure no. about. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. So yeah, um, and then um, so there is some some discrepancies between where the location is for for there's a track also on on the site. Um, so we need to look at that um, and see whether or not that would be would be in there. There is a there is a mechanism for them to apply for that as well. If okay. Needed. So, well, I guess I, I misunderstood. I thought okay. that the, uh, the uh, proposed encroachment was the rain garden. So what part of the proposal is being 
proposed to be put into the buffer. Oh, there. I'm sorry. There is nothing, nothing that's being proposed in the in the, oh, in the buffer. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, there was there was. Um, it's basically to comply with the the buffer. Um, I'm sorry, the vegetative buffer standards. Um, so there is no there's there's no proposed improvements going into the buffer. Hmm. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. part I was following. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. No. No. No problem. No. Just to to confirm on the uh, um, the drop off and pick up circulation mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. this, this project doesn't change that right. That's that's my understanding. No. No. And so we'll want to make sure that 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 has, does not get impacted during um, during the. Um, construction of the project so okay okay yeah. perfect all right yeah i think that's all i had for now so okay thanks for your okay. clarification yep. let's move on to the applicant does anyone there want to speak on behalf of the applicant at this point i don't have anything to add okay all right sounds good sure. um okay and just asking is there any members of the public out there if there, if there are just uh, you know if you're if you're not muted say you'd like to say something or raise your virtual hand at the bottom of your screen i'm not seeing any takers so um okay well this is pretty straightforward isn't it <laughs> i guess mr levitt there's really no need for response right so i, I think I can, right. unless there's anyone out there that wants to say more i can go ahead and close the hearing this is pretty straightforward it hasn't drawn much um uh, public concern, obviously, except for the existing traffic problem, and I, I think that's been adequately mitigated by the transportation report and so forth. So, uh, should be an easy recommendation for approval, and I'll get that out. Uh, I believe it's next Monday, right, Mr. Levitt? I think that's the date people wanted it. So, we'll yeah, that'd be great. Put that together, yeah, I'll get that out to you sometime by Monday, sometime. So, anyway, everyone have a great day, and we're adjourned for this morning. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.